Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Mark Gabriel, and I'm really excited about starting this podcast with everybody here. This is going to be a podcast that is going to talk about multiple topics. I originally had this conversation with multiple people, and everybody got very excited about having this podcast. And the work has been in progress for quite some time right now. And we are now ready to start talking about multiple topics, including healthcare, including practice management, including nutrition, research. We're going to be talking about financial health as well. And we're going to be talking about some retirement for doctors as well as for patients. If there is any topic that you want to ask me about and you'd like for me to mention, please let me know. There's going to be a lot of different types of experts that are going to come on board in the next few weeks and next few months. And I'm really excited about having them on the show here with us to ask him all the questions that you might need. If you do have any questions, feel free to reach out at any time. Like I mentioned earlier, the mission for this podcast is going to increase your awareness about multiple topics, including healthcare, and as well as giving you the all the things that you might not know about healthcare, whether you are a patient, whether you are a student, or whether you are a healthcare practitioner, this is going to be a life-changing experience for you. And I hope that I'm able to provide that value for everybody to get some knowledge from this podcast. Now, before we go ahead and get started, Today, our topic is going to be very simple. This is more valuable to patients, patients that have not seen healthcare providers in the past or patients that are in transition in between healthcare providers. And as you all might know, we are based and located in the Portland metro area in the great state of Oregon. At the same time, with our affiliate doctors and doctors that we do trust all over the country, if this podcast or if this topic is applicable to you and you realize that you want to change healthcare providers or want to find a healthcare provider, feel free to reach out to me and through connections that uh, we have pretty much established in the last 15 years of practice, we're going to be able to find somebody in your neighborhood to be able to best help you out. The Wellness Center PDX was established in 2012, and since then we have added multiple providers with different disciplines, and those disciplines including acupuncture, medical services, we do have an orthopedic surgeon, we do have chiropractors, we have acupuncturists, massage therapists, we do physical therapy, and a whole variety of other services. We just started electrolysis as well as mental health therapy to be part of our cohesive healthcare services that we give to our patients that we promise them to best take care of them every year. Now, that being said, what is it that we're going to be talking about today? How to choose a healthcare provider? It's really important to know which doctor is going to help you best. Most of us, when we get any type of pain, and today we're going to be talking exclusively about pain. If you do have any other issues that are going on with you, 
feel free to, again, reach out to me. And I'm sure there's going to be multiple things that you can be able to reach out to me through. And if you do have a the need for a healthcare provider for your need, for your pain, what you're going to do is the first thing that you do is that you reach out to your primary care physician. When you reach out to your primary care physician, what is the first thing that they do? Most of the time, what they recommend is stopping what you're doing, which most of us really do not find acceptable. Nobody wants to stop doing what they're doing and in hope for the pain to go away. And if it doesn't go away, then you're still stuck with the pain. And at the same time, you stop doing what you really like to do. Now, or if you do actually stop and you start doing again what you like to do, for example, if you like to work out and you stop working out because you think the pain is going to go away, then once you start working out, the pain comes back. So we haven't really solved the issue. The second thing that the primary care might do is you're going to get a referral for physical therapy or to a chiropractor. Now, when you get the referral for PT or a chiropractor, are you going to the right chiropractor or to the right physical therapist? A few things that you want to look for when you go to a new physician that was a referral by your primary care. Because let's just face it, most of the time when you get a referral from your primary care physician, they have not seen the clinic you're going to. And let me repeat that. They are not, they have never been to the clinic that you're going to go to. And usually they just have a referral pad that was given to them by somebody else. And then they think, oh, this patient might need chiropractic. And then they just write the referral. They put your name, you put your insurance information and send it to that provider. And this provider calls you. Now you got to know how is this operation taking place? When you get that referral, how often or how soon are they calling you to schedule an appointment? Everybody's really busy. We all know that. But at the same time, how long does it take for this provider to reach out to you? Because it is going to be a habit. So if they reach out to you in a week, guess what? Most of the time, the response is going to take a week for them to reach out back to you if you ever need anything from them in the future. When you sit down with this provider, are you getting their full attention or are they doing three, four things at the same time? Do you get enough time to spend with the doctor or is it a visit that is going to take three to five minutes and all of a sudden we established a diagnosis? Now, when you establish a diagnosis, are you actually getting just a diagnosis or are you getting a treatment plan as well? What I mean by treatment plan, not just the type of care the duration, the frequency. How often are you going to see this doctor? For how long? How much is it going to cost? Is insurance covering it or not? If not, is there any payment plans that the provider is going to give you to be able to really get well without this therapy or this treatment becoming a road to your bankruptcy? So once we have done our homework and got a feel do I really trust this doctor to get me better? Are you sticking with the treatment plan? Meaning, if you actually have a treatment plan that was formulated to you, you're probably seeing your physical therapist or your chiropractor three times per week for a few weeks. And when this happens, you're probably spending 20 minutes to go 
to the chiropractor's office in 20 minutes to get back and probably spending an hour or so at the office there. So this is taking two hours out of your day, three times a week. It feels like it's a part-time job for a little while. At the same time, if you think about the grand scheme of things, when we see this chiropractor three times for maybe three or four weeks, we're spending, and I can just do the math right now, we're spending about 130 some hours out of our week by ourselves and just a few hours with the chiropractor. I believe there are 144 hours per week. And I'm going to look it up here. How many hours in a week? And I believe, yeah, there are 168 hours per week. So if you're spending six hours at the chiropractor's office, you still have 162 hours by yourself every single week. You're going to sleep for, let's say, eight hours a night. So you're going to sleep for about 56 hours on top of that. And you still have 100 hours a week. You can do a whole lot of damage to yourself in that span. And at the same time, you can help the provider by doing your homework on your own. So that way the treatment can be effective and it takes less time overall. So if this is the case, why isn't anybody or everybody doing their homework and doing their part when they go home? The first reason for that is that not every chiropractor or not every medical provider gives you homework to do at home. And usually when it's done, it is in the form of sheets or it's a video that you're going to just go and watch on your own. And not everybody really takes that type of initiative to go open up that paper. You don't really take that paper and put it on your wall and then look at it every single day. Usually most patients, and I've been doing this for about 15 years, most patients would take that piece of paper and it stays in the car and they find it next time that they clean the car and nobody does most of their exercises. So having that relationship with the provider to let them know what really works for you is going to be crucial. For example, when I work with patients, what I typically tell them is that you need to set up a reminder every single day on your phone or on your iWatch or on your whatever system that you're using to remind you every single day, you have to do this tests or you have to do these exercises because we are habitual individuals. We are habitual organisms. What we need to have is something that is going to stick. Personally, when I usually implement a new exercise or a new habit, I want this to happen every day. And I want to make sure that I do have directions for it. And I want to make it easy and simple for myself. The last thing that I'm taking right now is niacin, which is B3. And I started taking that about a month ago. So guess what I did? I took the bottle, put it on top of my coffee maker. That way I know that I'm going to have it every single day. There is no way I'm skipping coffee in the morning. And there is no way I'm going to skip taking the niacin because I will never, ever just take the bottle, put it on the side, and then just make coffee and walk away. 
unless I'm intentionally not really want to take it. And the same thing with exercising. If you put it, if you do your exercises on the same day, at the same hour, very frequently, you're really giving your body that chance of getting used to a habit. Your body, your mind is not thinking anymore and you're able to make it easier for your body to do it. And at the same time, you're going to make it easier for the provider so they can be able to give you more or better exercises or more advanced things to do at home that are going to get your treatment more expedited and improve the outcomes, which essentially speaking is getting you out of pain faster. If there's one thing that you're going to take out of this entire episode is try to establish a relationship with the provider so they can know what your abilities are and at the same time, you know what they're capable of. Second thing that we're going to discuss today is going to be insurance. Now, most of the time, we don't know what our insurance really covers and doesn't cover. We are typically told by our insurance agent or the person that we sign up with insurance through, like an HR person, is that we have the best health care that is going to ever be around. And we do have the best insurance in the world because it is their job to sell this insurance plan to us. And it is their job to ensure that you know that this is going to be the best plan for everybody in the company or everybody that they sign up. Now, once we go to the doctor and we realize that the insurance doesn't really cover everything, we usually get angry at the doctor or we get upset at the doctor because we were told and we are biased that way that the doctor doesn't know and the insurance company is the person who's going to be right. Now, based on my experience, insurance companies typically does not give us the full information as patients or as providers. So what I would like to do today is to give an advice to every patient out there that insurance companies typically do not really cover everything and they are amazing at covering emergencies, but they're not going to be great at covering services that are going to really help you out, like getting you well, like making sure that you are healthy. It's going to be great when you're sick and you don't really have other options, but to either get a surgery or have a very complicated type of treatment. At the same time, if you do need to increase your performance in sports or stay more focused or work on ADHD or work on anything that you might have like back pain that is not debilitating that needs surgery. Insurance is not going to be the best option for you. It's going to cover some things, but not really everything that really works and helps you out. So the things that are not covered by insurance, and we're going to be talking about different types of treatments in the following episodes are going to be really helpful, but at the same time, they're not going to be covered. So how do we handle this? I would recommend establishing a relationship with the provider to know that 
for both of you to know that, hey, I know that this might not be covered and I know that some things might not be covered. How can we make this affordable? How can we make this work? Because the worst thing that you would want as a patient is to get a huge sum of bill three or four months after you've had the treatment and you didn't really know that it was going to cost this much and now you're stuck with a bill. So ask the provider, is there anything that is not going to be covered and how effective are those treatments and how can we get those treatments done while make it affordable on the front end? Another thing that I would recommend most patients to do is to really take a look at how the provider communicates this information with you. If the provider is shy about it, most of the time there is a lot of things going on on the back end that they are not aware of or they don't want to share with you because let's just face it, they might not even know about it. So let's just face it, most providers don't really know what the treatment plan should be for the patient or they don't know what the insurance plan actually means. And I know it is very unfortunate, but it's so true because, and I hate to say this, because most insurance companies deliberately do not give most information to providers and most providers do not ask the proper questions to know how to best serve patients. Now, we do have a very extensive process where we ask insurance companies for patient benefits. So that way we have the proper amount of information necessary to be able to best serve our patients. Uh, second thing that I wanted to discuss regarding how to trust your provider or how do you know if your provider is trustworthy? Do you get confirmation messages? Do you get this feeling that the provider is thinking from a position of abundance? And what I mean by that is that does your provider actually uh, give you all the information necessary or do you feel like they're holding information from you? And I know that this might not be the best way to really describe it, but I'm going to ask a lot of providers that are going to be on this show with us in the next upcoming episodes about that specific question. And then they're going to be able to explain to us the difference between providers that come from a position of scarcity or a position of abundance. I know that there has been a lot of information that I shared today with everybody. I hope it was of value. Click this subscribe button, click like, and uh, I am looking forward to the next episode. And we're going to be discussing nutrition extensively next week. I hope that you share this information with your friends. If you do have any questions or if you'd like to schedule an appointment with myself or any of the providers on the Wellness Center PDX team, feel free to reach out to us via email or via Instagram or TikTok or Messenger. We'll be able to reach out to you to confirm an appointment as soon as we can. I hope that everybody have a fantastic day and I'm looking forward to talking to you soon.